This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. And my name is Chris Reavers alongside of Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How you doing, Reavers? I'm good. And I know, I think I know anyway, I think I know the answer to this question, but remind me. In Do your, I want to smash somebody right now? <laughs> no. Is that what you're, because you, yes is the answer. Either you are inside your home yep. uh, because you, your life is occupied by a, a number of women. Yep, yep. Are, are you guys Olympic fans in your house? Uh, you know, I'm not not an Olympic fan, although I've been watching almost none of it. Okay. I, I, although my daughter did come up to me the other day and she goes, they invented a new Olympic sport you're going to love. And I'm like, what is it? She goes, they they ski and then they shoot guns. I'm like, yeah, that's the biathlon. It's been around for a long time. She's like, that can't be real. I'm like, yeah, yeah that is a real one. Well, I, I just vaguely remembered your girls being fans of the Olympics. I don't yeah, know why you know, it's that's... Usually, it's usually gymnastics. Some are Olympics, okay, right, for okay. them because they were all gymnasts. Right. Uh, it's cool. I like the, I, I feel really bad for all of the current Olympic athletes athletes okay right well, because they're just kind of getting shafted no one's paying attention to them there's no vibe in the crowds there yeah that part because honestly in our house my wife is glued winter summer really loves the olympic yeah, games yeah. no matter what and what, what's funny is now watching my boys are now because you know they, they do whatever mom does mm-hmm. all I, the other day i walked in it was over the weekend i went th- those three were fixated on whatever i think it might have been curling at the time, how do you get fixated? I don't on know, and, and they're so they're they're young boys. So you I'm can't thinking, even get fixated playing curling when you're actively curling. It's hard to pay attention. But however, to. yeah, this would have been, I believe it was either Saturday or Sunday. I can't remember which day, but we were home all day. You mm-hmm. know, and we're doing in the process of moving, so we're doing this and doing that, and we were all glued to the luge. Really, I mean, glued to the luge because. They were, the, the boys anyway, and, and I were just sitting there watching, and they couldn't believe how fast this guy was yeah, going in yeah. this thing that basically would end his life is if he crashes. Is it the skeleton? Is that the one well, where you're skeleton, laying on your back? Skeleton, I believe, is the one where you go head first. Okay. The All luge right. is where you lay on your back and you go feet first. Okay, okay. Got it. Either yeah. one. Either one. I'm not doing And it. they're going like 94 miles per hour or something. I believe the fastest one I saw anyway that mm-hmm. day was 80-something. 80, 81 yeah. or 82. Th- I'm thinking. That's fast. Well, A, if you're Marty McFly. Fly, you're going back in time, for God's <laughs> sake. But B, you, you have nothing protecting you. Yeah, you got a helmet on, but my goodness. Yeah, but you know, you're not, you don't hit walls that stop you. You know, you're rolling forward. Your momentum is taken. Mm-hmm. Like if you fall off your luge, right? I don't know I if that's, that's the I think sled. That's what it's called. If you fall off your sled, you're going to just roll forward. I, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I guess, search how many people have died in the luge. Well, I remember watching. I don't think I was watching it live, but watching a not a highlight, but mm, but a, 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 a replay of okay. someone tragically dying. Real, doing on a, that. On a it might have been skeleton, if I'm okay. not mistaken. Yeah, um, that, that your head's first, right? And it's like, ugh, who who gets you to try that? Like, okay, nope, nope, you got to hop on it. So your head's first. All right, like, yeah, Nodar. Oh, I'm going to butcher this last name. Nodar Kumar to Shivali in 2010. Real India. Is he, what country was he from? Um, Georgian slider. A Georgian. Okay. Uh, Nodar Kumatov died February 12th, 2010 during a training run at the Vancouver Olympics. And here's why I remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife and I, at the time, we were vacationing in uh, Mazatlan or Cancun. I can't remember. But we were in Mexico 
watching, you know, you, you're, you're sure, in and out, you're at the swim up bar, yeah. you know, you're at the swim up bar and the Olympics are on. And mm-hmm. I remember that's where I saw the the replay of him tragically losing his life. Well, that's very sad, but I'd imagine like Nodar from Georgia, there's not a lot of luge locations in Georgia, probably none. Right. So he has to travel to even practice the sport, right? Right, right. And yeah, it, I mean, you surely don't want that to happen. And I thought you were going to say the reason that you remember that is because you had his jersey for so many years growing <laughs> no, up as a kid. No, no, <laughs> I thought you, or you had gambled on him. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I had I, I had gone to my daughter's volleyball game the other day, and and uh, one of the moms was like, oh, what kid's yours? And I said, and I, I, I said to the the mom, I said, yeah, I, my kid's really nervous because I, I bet 500 bucks on this game. And I just, just jokingly, just laid that out there jokingly. And then at the end of the game, she's like, oh my God, you won. And I said, what? And she goes, you won your $500. And I said, oh my God, dear, I, I was totally kidding. I don't gamble on... Twelve-year-old volleyball, and I'm like, what who's taking that action? Would have ab- would have actually believed you in that scenario. She had just like, I, and I did say it pretty deadpan, but it was just sarcasm. It was obvious sarcasm, but that was really adorable when she said, "Oh my God, you won!" I'm like, "What did I win?" Like I had long forgotten that I had made the joke that I had five hundred <laughs> bucks on. The, first of all, if you know me, you know I wouldn't gamble a dollar. Of course you I would, wouldn't. I would never. If I lose a dollar, I feel like I'm getting stabbed. So as long as we're on the subject of sports, uh, mm-hmm. we got an email relating to our conversation last week from Downing. Okay. And uh, he Can says... Fre- uh, frequent contributor. Correct. Yeah. And he says, Reeves, I know how you feel. Back in 2004, when the Twins had Terry Mulholland, born of March of 1963, pitching to Pat Borders, born May of 1963... I could delude myself that I wasn't getting old because I wasn't born until June of that same year. <laughs> when I was talking about how sad I yeah. was that Tom Brady is now retiring, yeah. making no professional athlete, at least that I'm aware of in the four major sports, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's older than me. So it was a sad day when Tom announced his retirement. That was a sad day. But have you seen the the meme of, of Brady where they added like 75 pounds to him and said, you no. know, two weeks after retirement when he's just living, and they just made him look like a plump person? Let, or Wait, well, let hey, me restate that. That's never going to happen. Yeah, they made him look like a standard dude. Not a plump guy, just a standard dude. And I was like, huh. He looks a little different with 50 more pounds on. Right. It, it was it's really a good good ad. Well, what was funny was meme. the game that uh, the the last game he played against the Rams, they lost to the Rams. I believe Troy Aikman and Joe Buck did that game. Mm-hmm. And Fox had I th- I think it was that game. It might have been the Eagles game the week prior, but the, in that game uh they had a what would you call it? A a, a silhouette or a, a a time like so? Every stock photo they had of yeah. every one of his twenty two seasons. Okay, they kind of did that with a side by side of his stats, and you know, because one of those years he had the long hair, mm-hmm. and, then, mm-hmm. and then Aikman goes, "Huh, he's the only guy I know that gets better looking as he got older." Honest to God, right? <laughs> that's Troy Aikman. It's, it's, that yeah, says yeah, that. That, that's pretty good. I mean, he's he's uh good for him. He's doing something right. You yeah, know I'll what? Say. What was it? He was he was playing in that Pebble Beach Celebrity Pro Am. You're talking about Aikman or you're talking about Brady? Brady. Okay. And he's like outside in the parking lot running wind sprints. And someone said to him, like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm trying to win a Super Bowl. And this was like in the middle of summertime. He's playing golf in a celebrity golf tournament. And he's running wind sprints in the parking lot so he can win a Super Bowl. I'm like, huh. Never have I been that driven (laughs) in anything I've ever done. If someone said, I mean, I can't think of a reason to run a wind sprint. I just can't think of it. Well, the... You know, to to get to a level like that, you're just wired completely different than the rest of humanity. And that's honestly what separates these people, these athletes, whether it's Olympic athletes or whatever, professional Mm -hmm. athletes, whatever the case might be. 
because they just have a different brain function than the rest of us. Yeah. Now, you know, it's not that we're not hardworking. It's not that we're not uh, have dreams of being successful in whatever walk of life we're, we're choosing, but they're just wired differently. It's, it's it's they're so afraid, and I I pointed this out to my daughters. How afraid are they? Well, they're so afraid that when when my daughter's uh, volleyball game, they they won, right? They won through this bracket. And I, I walked up to my daughter and said, hey, how you doing? She goes, oh, yeah, it was fun. And I said, well, look at this. And I pointed to the other team, not pointing, pointing, but like some kids were crying. And I said, your win feels okay. That loss sucks. I mean, it hurts. I've never had a win that I'm so elated about. But every time you lose, I don't care if I'm playing golf with a buddy that I beat by 25 strokes, or he normally beats me by 25 strokes. Right. It hurts. The loss hurts. <laughs> but the win, and, and my daughter's like, yeah, that would not have been fun if we would have lost. And I was like, yeah, and enjoy the win. But I think athletes like Brady, the the loss kills them. Mm-hmm. Kills them. Yes. Right? I mean, the Super Bowl grade, you're, you're throwing uh, the trophy from one boat to another hammered in, in Tampa Bay, Which, right? That's by a lot the way, of fun. I loved every second oh, yeah. of that. It was that great. That was just the coolest thing ever. Because he, you know what he, he then became in that moment? Because you know, he, had, he had four Bud Lights in yeah, him or whatever, because yeah. he's got probably zero alcohol tolerance. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it, he just, he was us. It was, just yeah, he was just a, a normal time. guy. He was just a dude. So um, I, I, I ventured out into a different city outside of St. Paul. Oh my, day, right? this is news. And it, this is a bar away from my home by eight minutes, right? It, literally outside of the city okay. and just across the river. And I went to this bar and I ordered, did I tell you the story yet? No. I ordered my wife a white wine mm-hmm. and I ordered a mixed drink of vodka soda, right? Just rail, sure. so, rail vodka, yeah, yeah. I didn't care. Gave him a 20 Got $12.50 back. Wow. I looked around and I said, oh, is it happy hour? And they said, no. Why? And I said, well, and I just shut up, right? I just was like, (laughs) I don't want to ruin this for her. I don't want to ruin it. But $7.50 for a glass of white wine, not a, like, wasn't the highest end wine. It was just the one Chardonnay they had, right? Mm -hmm. And a vodka soda rail. I've never had, I mean, like, I just said to my wife, this is it. This is our new place. They have Heggie's Pizza. Done. I'm going to have a $12 Heggie's Pizza and three, you know, vodka sodas for three fifty a piece or whatever they were. What, you know, I don't Isn't know it what. amazing, as Joe would say, when you get away from the country's tallest buildings? I'm only eight minutes, eight, you know, eight still, minutes away from Saint, downtown St. Paul, basically. Still, right. I could not believe how different zip code, cross the river, all things are different. I was like, holy buckets. They had live music. It was really a lot of fun. So, so that's now my new... Bar. So now you're reminding me of a story in that same vein. Uh, back, it was the weekend of Halloween. We went down to Mankato to go watch. We took the boys to the hockey game. We went to the football game. Mm-hmm. We got to kind of relive the fact, that, oh, we used to go to school here. It's going to be so much fun. We got your the wife road. wear that cheerleader outfit. Oh, boy, I wish. <laughs> okay. um, but we also did the same thing. I thought, well, because the hotel we were staying at was basically across the street from the arena. Mm-hmm. So it was perfect. We didn't have to drive anywhere. We could have a couple pops of the game and then just walk back to our room. It was going to be perfect because we had the kids with us. And so we stopped in at... Uh, one of the college bars right. slash restaurants that we used to frequent because we were going to get the kids a, a pizza or something to eat before we mm-hmm. went to the game. And uh, I had uh, got a drink for my wife and a beer for me at the bar while they were they were sitting down because they were they were pretty busy because it was you know the, it was the Saturday afternoon before Halloween. Mm-hmm. And so same thing. I said, yeah, I'll take a tall uh, Deschutes IPA and then a uh, cranberry vodka for my wife. And he said, all right, cool. And I left the same thing. I left a twenty. And he yeah. said, oh, I said just keep it. He goes, are you sure? 
<laughs> Same thing. It was yeah, probably it was, six yeah, bucks yeah, or whatever it was. Isn't that fun? It was great. It was. You, you want to go to note to everybody any bar that has the uses the term two first, mm-hmm. right? That's always a good sign. You're like, oh. That means two for one, right? And then if they have a happy hour, that's not from three to four, but a happy hour that starts at four, goes to like 6.30 or 7, and has food, you know that's a good bar, yes, right? Yes, Because I've been going to a lot of bars looking for the happy hour lately, and like, oh, we don't do food on our happy hour anymore. It's like, ah. Sorry, St. Paul, it, it, you're getting killed. All right, so speaking of, you are I've labeled you years ago as Mr. St. Paul, and I want to get your thoughts on this because I saw this yesterday on social media, courtesy of the Pioneer Press. Uh, the Starbucks, okay, the one that has mm-hmm. the drive-through at Snelling and Marshall. Yes, you're familiar with this yep. one, right? Right, right before you get Snarshall, to the train tracks, I think they're calling it Snarshall. Correct. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I don't know how to feel about this, and I'm not a huge coffee guy, so I'm probably the the, the last person that should uh, should have an opinion on this. It's a very, very so. The, the story goes, if I'm not mistaken, is the line to get into that Starbucks goes out. On to Marshall Correct. and on to Snelling, they usually have a cop there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you know this story, the the preamble to this story. The people at that worked at that Starbucks didn't want police presence at their store. So I'm they unfamiliar had, with that. Yeah, so they had to ask the police officer to not be there. Then Starbucks said, well, if we can't have a police officer directing traffic... We can't have the drive-through open, so they closed their drive-through all together. Oh wow! So I think that was something that happened months ago, and now Starbucks is saying, "Hey, we gotta we gotta redo this." It's a very small, very small piece of property, and you you know you just can't fit fifty cars in the drive-through. You can fit four cars or five cars before their butts end out onto Marshall, right? Mm-hmm. And that Marshall Snelling is busy all the time, well, it's a right? gong show. Yeah it's, yeah, it's always busy. So that, I think there's another little backstory to that, that they didn't really want to, the staff didn't feel comfortable having a police officer on site. Well, see, that part I was completely which, unfamiliar with. Which is with. different. I'm, I'm not... Okay, and does it matter if there's a cop out there? I don't to know. some people, apparently it, it does. It does, right? Godspeed, my But friends. the reason I brought it up is, so they have the picture, just like you're saying, mm-hmm. with the 7 trillion cars that are in line to go through the drive-thru. Mm-hmm. Well, they've added a new pedestrian patio. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? Right yeah. out front that yeah. faces the street. Yep. And they have the little sectioned off bike lane slash pedestrian yeah. lane. Yeah. I'm thinking, yeah. okay. <laughs> I know everyone loves their coffee. Mm-hmm. People do. But are you seriously going to crave Starbucks to the degree that, you know what I'm going to do? I don't need to. I'm going to walk to the pedestrian patio and and, and go get my Starbucks. I, I'm not. I'm and not. I know you're probably not. And that's not, not a super walkers. And there's nothing really right around that's there. That's where I'm going. Right? That's you still exactly have to kind of drive going. up to it. I don't. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Either. I don't get it at I all. It's. I. I think if I'm not mistaken, that was the number one Starbucks in Minnesota. Though. You're kidding? No, it's exceptionally busy. Well, I suppose it has how many campuses that are close by too? Yeah, right there. But, you know, college kids maybe shouldn't spend six dollars a day on coffee. No bleep, but right? they I do. Mean, it's. It's. A, you know, and I get that you can drink it slow and it takes some time and it's maybe better than spending thirty dollars on booze at night. But coffee's not free. And, you know, I have, your kids don't care for coffee, right? They're boys. No. My girls are like, oh, what, you, if you're going to get them gift cards someplace, it's a Starbucks gift card. Really? Oh, my God. They're all, and they're not really drinking the coffee. They're drinking all the ancillary drinks that kind of look like coffee that okay. are 1,840 calories. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm glad you're uh, exercising for four hours a day during your sports because you're having an adult man's worth of calories in one meal, in one drink. Well, I, I can relate because, like I said, I'm not a coffee guy, but uh, I'll give him a free plug. Why not? 
I'm a big Quick Trip guy. Mm-hmm. And inside Quick Trip now, at least the one that's by me in Carver, they have where you can make your own smoothie. Oh, nice. So what you do is you get the cup, whatever size you want, mm-hmm. and you say, okay, I want mango, papaya, whatever. And if they, okay, they put your, the, they put, because I'll buy one for me and the boys once in a while oh, sure. when, when we stop in. And so they, they do the same thing. And part of it's just fun watching the machine yeah. make the drink, but they're so good. They're good. They're so good. Is that good. the same gas station that you buy your hamburgers at? Yes. Are those hamburgers truly good? The Angus cheeseburger from Quick Trip. Bad. I I will stand by the really? Angus cheeseburger from Quick Trip. I think so. Uh, you're, you, you're around town next time you stop in, just, you know. I did have a burrito from a holiday the other day. I was I was all mad because I went in there and I refused to eat hot dogs. Like I just refused to absolutely not eat hot dogs. Okay. And I end up eating one about once every other week. But my line in the sand is I'm never going to eat another hot dog. And then I'll go into a holiday. So I went into this holiday the other day. Yep. Not one hot dog on the rollers. Not one brat. Not one cheeserito. Not mm. any. I thought, oh no. What? I had to buy a microwave burrito. It was delicious. <laughs> it was like two dollars and seventy nine cents. And I thought. Oh, my God. I never have to go to another burrito place. This thing is unbelievable. All right. So I have an Ask Mike Anything question, but I want to get to this first. Mm-hmm. Are you a big Netflix, Hulu y- yes. kind of guy? Okay. Yes. So I haven't seen this yet, and I'm not a huge... Basically, here's what I watch at night, unless it's a wild game mm-hmm. or it, it, twins in the summer. I pretty much just watch whatever Jess decides to put on sure. TV, which is fine. I don't care. You don't care. Because we have yeah. somewhat similar interests. You're tweeting but, anyways. But I, I, I just don't mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not a big TV watcher or outside of sports. So this came up in the, in, in the what do you call it, the queue? Like, mm-hmm. hey, you might be interested. And in I've, mm-hmm. I've heard other people talking about this because obviously just down the hall is the gossip station. My Talk 107.1. Have you heard of the documentary called The Tinder Swindler? No. Are Sounds, you're, you're completely unfamiliar. I've never heard of it. So I did a tiny bit of research just because it came up. Like, hey, you might be interested in this. So I was looking it up as, as she selected something else to watch. So this is a very, 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 very rough outline of, of, okay. of the show. Okay, so keep, keep that in mind. So apparently it's a show about a guy who would meet women through Tinder. Mm-hmm. And he was posing as this heir to a... Fortune, and he would fly these girls, these very, very, and I, if I feel bad because you know, I perceive them as very gullible sure. women looking for love, and oh, oh I'm going to be romanced and wine and dine. He would fly them on private jets. They would go to places all over the world, right? Okay. Well, at the same time, he would then he was involved with maybe thirty women. Okay. And then he would, hey, my business, uh, I'm getting investigated. I need a thousand dollars, or I need twenty thousand. And okay. these women would take out loans. Oh no! To pay for this guy's basically shell game, this oh, this Ponzi no. scheme. And so it sounds interesting, but I I already know it. So anyway, let me let me finish. So he went to jail, and then he was released on good behavior, and apparently he started doing it again. You well, how could you give that up? Well, then. All the apps, Tinder and some of the mm-hmm. other ones. Is, there, is it a Bumble? Bumble a Bluebull? Yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah. So, there's four apps that he was using. Like you don't know. Well, yeah, okay, right. Whatever. But they all said, no, we're blackballing this guy. Okay. He can't keep doing this. So taking he was. It, they're taking him off because I don't know if you can say blackballing anymore. They're oh, taking him off the. Yeah, you're probably okay. right. So anyway, but I, I just thought, that's a lot of work, That man. would be a lot of work. That's a lot of texting. I guess, uh-huh. but some guys are I guess they're just into. The, and then but the, you have to remember all the lies you've told to thirty different women. I mean, 
Anyway, I dated like ten at a time. But no. <laughs> <laughs> I just I can I can barely handle one, barely well, in my I, life. And I just thought to to go to that amount of work, right? Like that's that's yeah. that's a full time job. Yeah, absolutely. Full time plus, basically. Fun, I mean, not the cheating people, <laughs> right? but like the meeting the girls, and, and so he's using, he's robbing one to pay for another's private jet to fly. Yeah, basically, them. it was a Ponzi scheme. Wow, good for it, him. It, it was a it was a personalized Ponzi scheme. But then I'm thinking, I was thinking well, maybe we should watch that. But then I then I thought, knowing myself, I thought, no, what's going to happen is I'm going to watch this and I'm going to have the same reaction that I do. If I walk into a strip club, because you're, you're going to laugh, okay. I hate strip clubs. I absolutely hate them. And here's why. I walk in and I feel bad for everybody. Mm-hmm. I just do. It's just my, I don't know if it's my Catholic guilt. I have no idea. Sure. But that's just the reaction that I have. This place is sad. I don't want to be in here. You're like, that girl doesn't have any fake boobs. That's so sad. <laughs> no, it's That more, girl over there is a little heavy. I just is feel that what you bad feel bad for oh, yeah. everybody. Yeah, I it do. doesn't seem like the right place. If you want to... Okay, so, so I watched a documentary the other day since we we're going to talk about sure. what we watched. And the, the name of it was My Name is Salt. Okay? All right. And what it's about is um, uh, Indians, people who live in Gujarati, India, right? Or okay. the Gujarati Indians. Yep. They go from their village, and about 40,000 families go out into the desert to basically grow salt, harvest salt, and then they put it into trucks, and then they walk back out of the desert. And when you watch the difference between this Tinder romance guy scamming people, right, (laughs) and how people are like, oh, he's got a private jet, and the life that these people live that are salt farming, it I think that's why other countries look at America and think, what are you doing? What is wrong with you? Why do you care about all this money and all? I'm sitting here working 16-hour days to harvest salt in the middle of the desert. It was the most fascinating story. Hmm. They almost say no words, right? N- nothing's in English. It's all in Gujarati. And, and that might not even be the language, but you know, they're speaking. Uh, I'm following you. I yeah. think they're speaking Gujarati. And it's beautifully done, and at one point in time, people do, you know what a duck walk is, like where you hold your feet like shaped like a duck? Sure, yes. And they walk down the salt to get the excess water out of the salt, and they're kind of like pounding, and you see them walk for 16 hours. No. Back and forth, back and forth, and they're holding like each other's arms, like their arms are linked, so they're nice and tight, for as long as the sun was up that day. And I think, how does somebody do that? How does that life... or Agreeing with you completely, how do you watch that and have the audacity to complain about anything? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right? And I was watching it with my youngest daughter, and she's like, how are they doing that? And they show this this guy who makes like this. They have to move water from one farm bed to another farm bed. So mm-hmm. they tie this bucket to a rope and put it in a little sling, and then he swings the sling, and the bucket fills up, and he pulls it. And you see him, and they just do a time lapse, sort of a time lapse, of him doing that. 10,000 times. Wow. I, I, you know, I don't know. Just nonstop swinging a bucket with one gallon of water, swinging a bucket with one gallon of water. I mean, over and over. And I, I just looked and I, I was looking around my house. I was looking at my beautiful kids and I had a car that has four wheels. And I thought, how are we so lucky right. that we're not, you know, harvesting well, salt? If right? you want to get deep, unfortunately, that's one thing that's been lost, you know, we had a we had a conversation um, with a police sergeant earlier today in Garage Logic, and, and one of the things I just kept thinking about is, boy, if we just continue to 
dissolve mm-hmm. as a society, which I personally think we are to a certain degree, especially as you get closer to the country's tallest buildings. Yeah. How can you what, what what I think a lot of people lack and I'm saying everybody, I don't care what race mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm. I don't care what economic tier you happen to be in. Too many people lack perspective with a lot of things in this world. Oh, my God. Starbucks is making me wait 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm going to call the police because Starbucks is the line's too long. There's real problems that are worth, Mm. you know, or or real uh, struggles that people are going through. And then it's like. You you got it pretty good. Yeah, but great. And and in fact, I think people are arguing that people are becoming so narcissistic, and I'm a narcissist, right? I can <laughs> I can proclaim my stuff is more important than other people's. But I think they're becoming so internalized and so narcissistic and so uh, entitled. Oh yeah. Because I think life might be a little too easy for all of us, right? Oh yeah. We don't. Not everybody needs to get up and go work a job that they come home tired from. Right. Mm-hmm. Not everybody does that. And and I'm very lucky. I'm this is the pot calling the kettle. Right. I'm totally the beneficiary of luck. Yeah. But it's we've gone from days where you worked hard and then you earned it and then you didn't want to give it away. And you surely didn't spend it on a six dollar coffee because you're like, well, that's two hours worth of work. I'm not giving that away. Right. And but, you know, people don't get that anymore. People no, don't. I think no. we're just moving away from that. And I wonder if you went out and asked people if they think we're evolving or dissolving, right? Or devolving or, or evolving. Well, it's tough to answer though, because honestly, I, I think that there are two parallels operating simultaneously here because mm-hmm. I do think, you know, look at technology alone is absolutely evolving somewhat to our detriment because of the instant able, ability to communicate, whether it's social media, what have you. But yes, I also think that structure is is going away. And I think that that's a huge problem. So let me ask you this. Yes, sir. If you had a time machine, (laughs) would you want to go 10 years in the future or 10 years in the past? Oh, honestly, can I choose neither? Well, you're saying you like this time right now. No. Well, okay. If if I had to pick a time, well, I I don't want to say 10 years ago because my kids wouldn't be here. Well, I'm just in generalities. My mind Mine says, would absolutely be 10 years ago. Yeah, or, tw- or let me say this, 20 years ago or 20 years forward. Well, based on the photo I shared with you last week of my kid not recognize me, yeah, yes. I want to go back to that year. Yeah, so I mean, I, I wonder how many shape. people, <laughs> when I was a kid, I always wanted to look for the future. Now I'm like not so no, positive not, on the future, right? And maybe I'd say, oh, I want to go back to 1984. I don't necessarily need to go to 2054. You are Marty McFly. I, I really am. Yeah. In fact, I saw a meme, right, with Marty McFly saying, hey, someone said, oh, let's hop on this time machine and go to 2022. And everyone was like, no, thanks. But don't <laughs> yeah. you think, though, that at some point in your life, and maybe it's when you have kids, I have no mm-hmm. idea when that point is, but you also know that time is valuable and time is of yeah. the essence. And that's the only thing that truly matters once you get to a certain point of your life. That that's it. It doesn't matter that uh, I'm thinking about doing this, that, and the other thing. I only have a certain amount of hours in a day now. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I think that that's part of it, or at least the part of my thinking. No, I know this is very very philosophical. We're going very deep. Yeah, when you're done, I'm going to change the subject completely. I think generally in the world, more people would prefer to go backwards than forwards. And I think for many, many years, many people were looking forward to what was going to come. And now I think there's a whole bunch, and maybe it's just my age. Maybe I'm just old enough, and that I know what uh, how I love the '80s and the '90s, and maybe that's maybe that's what it is. But I, w- I wonder if they just did a quick study and said, "Hey, would you rather?" You know, maybe you can go ahead and tweet that. Can you tweet a poll? 
I can, but I, it would it would take me away from being able to talk to you. Well, I don't don't do it now. Obviously, <laughs> you can do it at any point in time. Well, you know what we should do? We should start the weekly we scramble poll question. Maybe that could be the first question. Would you rather go back in time twenty years and okay. visit, or would you rather go forward in time twenty years and visit? All right. Find out more from listening to the weekly scramble on next week. Yes. <laughs> right. So uh, hey, good poll results. One of the things, and I don't remember if you and I talked about this last week, but it was heavily discussed on Garage Logic. So r- remind me if this did come up on this show. Okay. Because I know you're familiar with the story, so it doesn't matter if it was discussed mm-hmm. here or on GL. Um, but uh, the Joe Rogan and uh, Neil Young controversy mm-hmm. involving Spotify. Did we touch on that last week? A little bit. I think we're going to call it a kerfuffle. Well, then that's then that's why that Jordy sent this to just me. But I don't know if you're aware, but Spotify is really digging in their heels. Did you know this? I, I think so. And uh, they have also decided other famous songs that are going to be removed from Spotify. <laughs> All right. Did you happen to see this list? No, I, you go ahead and give me the list. So uh, number one is My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. Fact check. False. The heart stops pumping blood as soon as brain activity ceases. <laughs> also, you have myocarditis. Yeah. Can you argue? No, you can't argue. That should be off. So you're saying that's that's false information. You could take that off then. Fake news. Yes. Number two of the songs that are going to be removed that Spotify is choosing to remove for misinformation. All You Need Is Love by The Beatles. The science is clear. Love is not all no, you need. No. Food, water, oxygen, and a stable stable ambient temperature are far more critical. I agree. I agree. That should be removed. Number three. Oh, God. Wait, I'm going to read ahead. I didn't even... Oh, yeah, here we go. No, we're good. <laughs> when a Man Loves a Woman by Michael Bolton. Fact check. This song implies that there are only two genders. Not good. Oh. The year is 2022, Michael Bolton. <laughs> there you go. That's Get the... with it. So Bolton. speaking of Michael Bolton, you, you, you're familiar with Alpha Space? I am. That's the best part of that. I love that movie, but that's the best part to me is the, the Michael Bolton references all the time. Yeah, just all throughout Because he just loses yeah. it yeah. because everyone yeah. keeps saying, oh, like the singer. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I was named first. I love that part. Uh, all right, here we go. Oh. Number four. Run the World, Girls by Beyonce. Not true. The vast majority of CEOs and world leaders are male. Oh, oh my God. no. That one's going to get me in trouble. Yeah. Uh, although it's not my list. It's Spotify's not your list. list. Uh, top 10 songs. Actually, the, that would get you in trouble. This is absolutely not Spotify's list. 10 famous songs Spotify is removing for misinformation. Number five, This Land is Your Land by Woody Guthrie, <laughs> Elizabeth Warren, and many other notable, noble indigenous peoples like her would disagree. Mm. Number six, 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover by Paul Simon. False. There are actually 62. <laughs> uh, I am definitely skipping that one, and I'll tell you off the air. Uh, the next one. You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman by Aretha Franklin. Natural? I can't even. (laughs) Uh, Number nine, Two Hearts by Phil Collins. False. People only have one heart. Phil Collins is an idiot. (laughs) Uh, And number 10, A Whole New World from Disney's Aladdin. Nope. It's still Earth. It's still Earth. So there you go. That's the list of songs that Spotify is removing for misinformation. I like the that rumble, you know, the competitor to Spotify and the competitor to YouTube. I'm, Ru- I mean, I've heard of it, but okay, I'm so, unfamiliar so rumble with Rumble. Rumble was a Don, uh, Dan Bongiorno oh, thing, sure. yep, right? Yep, yep. So he started Rumble, and then right before the elections, the uh, um, Amazon data, data services company just shot it off. Just 
took it off their servers wow. and shut it down. Big deal. They had millions of users. Yeah. And Trump was like, they were they were you know, shutting down his tweets, so it was kind of a big deal. So he was going to Rumble. Well, Rumble sent a letter to Joe Rogan and put it up on their Rumble page and tweeted it and said, four-year contract, 100 million bucks, 100% serious. Come on over today. Um, you know, if Spotify doesn't back you, we will 100%. And I, I believe that is a 100% legitimate letter. And it said, this is 100% legit- legitimate signed by the the president of Rumble mm-hmm. saying, Joe, if you want to come over, we're going to allow your free speech. We're going to not stop you from saying things, even if some of them are wrong or potentially repugnant from the past or whatever it is, you still have the ability to have free speech. And here's what I guess I can't figure out. And obviously, Rogan's not an idiot. No. You know, he's built a a Mm -hmm. successful empire. Boy, I'm having trouble here speaking. I apologize for that. Just based on being him. And Mm -hmm. whether you agree, disagree, it doesn't matter. He's got an audience. And it's massive. It's a massive, massive audience. And so there's obviously something else at play here because I was always thinking, why doesn't Rogan say, okay, well, to hell with all this. I'm going to start my own damn platform, and everyone's going to follow me anyway, yeah, and yeah. that way I don't answer to anybody. I believe, and then it's someone has be, to it's still got, do his ad sales. Someone has to do all of that other stuff for him. But trust still. me, people would follow him yes. to, oh, yeah. to, to do all that. But I'm guessing it's there's contractual language that mm-hmm. he had signed when he signed this massive deal with Spotify. Yeah. I get all that. Yeah, and Spotify's currently still stepping up to the plate saying, you know, we're going to back you. For the most part. For the most part. They are they are putting on some warning labels. Mm-hmm. But then if we said something stupid on this show that was not not correct, yeah. would there have to be a warning label on ours? Well, you know? technically if uh management was notified of something stupid we said, they would respond with by saying they're doing a show, <laughs> and they would yeah. say yes, yes. They do it about once a week. Uh, yeah. Normally yeah. after Garage Logic is done, and management would say, "Huh? Why? Why, why are why, you letting why them are do they that?" Doing that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I I really fear this free speech thing. Mm-hmm. And then they had that, you know, where where Joe Rogan was was using a racial epithet, right? Mm-hmm. Where the, did you see that? Where I did. The, and and some of them where he was just copying what a comic would say, and and it really really sounds horrible. And it, it sounds horrible, and he admits that it sounds horrible. And I think, huh, how did that get put together so quickly? How hasn't that been out there for five years? Someone um, actually sent this to me, and it was a long, detailed thread. I haven't really—I mm-hmm. I, I read the thread, but I haven't yeah. read all the details. And this, I think, has the chance to be an even bigger story. Yeah, it's a Democrat super PAC that's— Correct. Did it. Yeah, which yeah. which is interesting, but I don't know why Democrats—I thought Joe Rogan was a Democrat— I, he was a Bernie Sanders. He yeah. he loved Bernie Sanders for years and years. He I wanted Bernie he, to be the. I and again, I I have no idea, but he no. strikes me as the person that. And I'm not even saying this is wrong. No. He just strikes me as a person that's willing to listen to whoever side. whoever yeah. he thinks is going to benefit him and 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 America the best. Yeah, I personally think that I, anyway. I think so too. I, but I, I don't know. So and I don't know. I, I still look at him look at him only as the commentator in a UFC fight. Right, that's all I can see because I <laughs> see I still see him as the janitor from news radio. Yeah, there you go. Because yeah. I loved that. Yeah, show. that was a good show. I loved that, that was a show. very very good show because it had I loved Phil Hartman. God rest his soul. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved Rogan's character. I didn't really. I think he played himself. Basically, that's yeah. exactly what yeah. he did. I didn't care for the, the two people that I didn't care for Andy Dick's character. I thought Andy Dick was kind of funny yeah. as a comedian, and then he kind of turned out to be a jerk. 
He played um, himself too. But so, and so did what's her name, the redhead, uh, uh, Kathy Griffin. Yeah, I thought she was funny oh, in the yeah, show, yeah, yeah. and then I realized, oh, you're kind of nuts. Okay, yeah, then I'm, yeah. anyway, but I did really l- like that show a lot. I thought it, it was, was good. Cool. That and Wings. Remember Wings? Vaguely, uh, it was about the two brothers and the little uh, they owned couple a, of planes, airport or something. Yeah, they owned. They had a couple planes, and they the, it was the terminal. Yes, of Wings. okay. I, I, it wasn't that great, but I, I I've been recently wait, going. He was back. on that. No, no, I'm just talking about old shows that I liked. <laughs> I just thought wait, that was thinking, right wait, around news Joe radio Rogan time. was on that show? No, no I don't know. I, I totally forgot <laughs> what, what we were talking about. I'm like, yeah. You know what another great show was? Wings. All right. So before we uh, run out of time There's no here, way sir. we're done yet. No, I, I know. because I, I have so have a, many topics. The, the, the main <laughs> subject I wanted to get into, Oh. well, we were talking about football earlier, and I thought, do you have a, a normal Super Bowl routine? No, I'm lucky to watch the Super Bowl. Really? I mean, I just I don't go to parties with people. I See, and like I that. don't like yeah. watching games that way either. I don't like taking my shoes off at people's houses. Does that seem weird? <laughs> okay. Like if I go to someone's house and they're like, "Hey, how you doing?" and they're like, "Hey, could you take off your shoes?" I'm like, "I don't know." Like I don't want to take off my shoes. <laughs> so I don't. I don't. I have this thing at, at my house where I have these like white little slippers, like you do at a hotel. You come in, and if we have a party, we ask people to. Slide these on, right? They have my little initial on the front. Wait, you, this is way more important. <laughs> I know, than what but you're so for your I just Super don't like party. taking my shoes. I don't like doing that. I so don't wait, like so taking like, my shoes off. So uh, I had, oh, I had the the direct TV guy come out, yeah. and he puts the little things over his shoes. Perfect. Is that what you're talking about? That, uh, no, the, I was actually talking about slippers. We have like little, like hotel slippers, like the cheap little hotel slippers that you get. Okay, so okay. So if people hold, come to our house. If we invite twenty people over. 20 people wear hotel so slippers. So here comes Mr. and Mrs. Reavers to have dinner yep, with yep, the Fratellonis. Yep. And I walk in your house and you're going to hand me a pair of slippers. With my with my family crest on it, basically. It's really cool. You get to keep them. Wow. Right? Well, it's just that they're, it's kind of like a funny little thing. Like, hey, you came over here. That's your thing. Yeah. And one, one time, one a long time ago, many, many years ago, everybody who came to my house, I took an 8 by 10 photo of their head. And then I posted them in my bar room. So like you know how like you go to a restaurant and you have so oh yeah and, and it, believe it or not I I like I have two buddies right really one and a half buddies so not a lot of people come over I just don't know a lot of people so I would have this like everyone who came over who spent some time at my house even if just they were just not not a guy putting on cable TV but someone who came over socially they got a headshot went into this gilded little gold frame and went up on my wall it looked really cool. Huh. It, was a cool, it was a cool thing. You're, and they'd sign it. And, I have no idea why I'm thinking of this. Yeah, okay, yeah. so just hang with okay. me here for a second. You remember the old Metrodome days? I do. Okay, do you remember? And the, the only reason I, I've been a Viking season ticket holder forever, since I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And I actually used to go to games, <laughs> unlike now where I just sell my tickets. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the little yellow Dome Souvenirs Plus shop. Okay, can you picture it? I think so. It, it, it was kind of... Uh, what, what 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 street would that be? Third? It would run between Third Street, where the where the light rail runs now. Yes, outside of U.S. Bank yep, Stadium. Yep. Okay, head towards the river. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That so, yellow building. Yeah, it was just yeah, it was across the street. It was wasn't Inside in the dome. Inside yes, of okay. that building, yeah. I forget the guy's name because that's we would always park in that lot behind there. Yeah. we would walk through there because he had a bathroom. But okay. then we would buy it. Hey, we're gonna buy a T-shirt or yeah, whatever. Little souvenir. I just liked going through there because mm-hmm. he always had cool stuff in the mm-hmm. store. Okay, and inside the store, he would have photos of. Dave Winfield, yes. uh, Jim McMahon, they all whatever. stopped in there. And and it would always be in the same spot back in that little show, which I always thought was kind of cool. Yeah, right? You See, know? you do the same thing at your house. 
But I don't think I'd do that. Well, you got to like everybody that's coming over. That's true. Right? And okay. I don't know. It just was kind of fun. It was something different. Okay. I still have those. So you don't have a go-to uh, Super Bowl dish. No, I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't ever go anywhere. I would, hey, uh, let me just get a picture of your mug. I'm going to yeah. put it on my wall. <laughs> yeah, some people really hated their headshots, and they would I request bet. that they wanted a different one. I'm like, hey, sorry, that's what you look like. I'm sorry. It, what make it better, too, is like what my grandpa used to do with the old Polaroid style camera mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where print Just out. <laughs> yeah, I had to, I had a printer that was exclusive for this. Do you do something sp- specific every well, year? The reason I brought it up was this is going to be the first time I'm going to be home, like at my house okay. for the Super Bowl, and I think five years. Really? Well, so because you worked some, you went to some. That's exactly yeah. right. So I, because I, I, you know, she was asked, "Oh, what do you want to do?" I thought, "Oh my God, this is the first." Because usually. We've always gone on vacation during this time. So okay. last year I worked in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when the Super Bowl was here, I was I was working. Yeah, I think yeah. I did end up watching some of the game at my house. But I remember I had because for the radio station we were doing stuff all week. Yeah, and I remember I did an event like a, a leading up to the game, and then I thought, well, I'll stay here. I forget which bar it was downtown. Doesn't matter. But I remember watching the first half of the game at this place, and mm-hmm. I said, well, I'm going to leave at halftime, because yeah, then I home. can get home and then watch the second half at my house, much like I did when I left Houston, and, yeah. and the <laughs> b- biggest comeback in the history of the game uh, happened in front of me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so this is the first time I'm going to be actually at my house watching the game. So are you going you gonna to order in some years. food? Are you going to make some ribs, or what are you going to do? I have no idea, because honestly, what stinks about making... A feast because mm-hmm. there's gonna be the four of us, yeah. and my two kids are the pickiest eaters ever, and my wife is beyond picky when okay. it comes. So basically, I'm making the food for for me. Go get like a four uh, four person bucket from KFC, get a bunch of chicken. <laughs> you get the corn, you get the muffins. That's you true. Get the, I, could I mean, do it's that. pretty easy, right? Kids can eat a drumstick. I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah the I, wife's I, not going to eat it anyways. No, she's really I, I not. had a little bit of a fight with my wife, and she loves when I talk about her on the show. I bet she, she does. She really enjoys it. But I, we were talking about where we were going to go eat, and my wife is a very petite eater, right? And I, I just kind of blew up, and I said, why do you even care? What does it matter? I'm, we're going to go someplace that I want to eat because you're not going to eat anything there. Right. Yeah, but I want to go to a nice place. I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to be the one eating. You're going to have a glass of wine and eat some of the breadsticks and then later on have two bites of my leftovers. <laughs> right? And she just said, yeah, uh, maybe we can cut that part out because I, I don't want her screaming at me. No, now. but you reminded me of something because this yeah. came up. Uh, Joan, I actually discussed this. I don't think it was on the show. But By we'll, the way, we never cut parts out. No, never, yeah. never. Right. Um, unless one of us accidentally swears. Um, but... We were talking about the St. Paul Winter Carnival mm-hmm. and how it just it just didn't even feel like there was an actual carnival this year because it yeah, ended I mean, last weekend. But 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 you live in St. Paul. Did you get that sense? I, I know I felt you know I went out a little bit, so I saw a lot of the a lot of That's the Vulcans out, okay. right? But I didn't I didn't go to any of the carnival things. Although I was downtown on Saturday and in Rice Park or Mears, uh, Rice Park, I think they had all the sculptures up. It was really cool. I mean, so people, it was, people were down it was there. attended. Yeah, I think it was attended. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. I, I don't think I think it had maybe the same attendance as the Chinese Olympics, probably. Probably. I mean, you hear the numbers are like they're getting crushed. Well, it's because of so many restrictions in place. The I would restrictions. Assume, right? I mean, but viewership is down to nothing. I think it's this big time. You know, it's te- it's thirteen hour difference in time, so right. everything's already happened, right? Right. So that's not a lot of fun. It's not live. And we just had the Summer Olympics. What eight months ago or whatever yeah, it was. That is so, true. So I mean, people could have some Olympic fatigue, but it's kind of shocking to hear how bad these numbers are. Like sixteen million well, people watched the Olympics. Well, and then you wonder at what point. Is you know the likes of NBC and Turner 
It's not going to do this it. This is not worth it. Yeah. This, the, we're, we're, we're losing so much money. Did anybody from Hubbard go to the cover of the Olympics? I cannot speak for television, but I would highly doubt. I highly doubt. That, and, and honestly, outside of, because I know Lavelle and Rachel Blount are there for the Star Tribune, yeah. I would doubt the Pioneer Press sent anybody. Yeah. I don't know outside of those two, anyone that's there covering the games. That's kind of amazing that no TV... So no one from Channel Eleven. Well, that's you know what I I, I would guess that Channel then, Eleven probably sent. Did somebody. they send somebody? They well, might you would not. Think, have. Being the affiliate, you would yeah, think. Yeah, you'd think they. I mean, how many years did you know Royce go and cover? Oh, the he Olympics? told if you didn't hear it on Monday Night Sports. I, I think it was Monday Night Sports talk. He talked about <laughs> covering covering a few of the games because Joe only covered one, and it was, it was the nineteen eighty. The uh, eighty, the not miracle not on ice. Okay, he no, did he, okay. that's the only one he ever covered. He was supposed to go. To, which one did we did we pull out of Russia? Was that eighty four? Uh, no, eighty four was in the Summer Olympics. Were in L A. because that was the one I went to. Oh, okay. Yeah. So whatever what, whatever games were supposed to be in Russia, sure. when when Jimmy Carter pulled pulled the plug okay. in it, that's the one that Joe was supposed to yeah, cover. Yeah, I, I, I should have known. It can't be the eighties because Reagan was in the eighties, so it had to be in the seventy whatevers. Okay, okay, but yeah, I went to. My family said, we're going to go out to the Olympics. My grandpa lived out there, and we're going to go see grandpa, and we're going to the Olympics. I'm like, I didn't All know right. your grandpa lived in L A. Yep, and okay. then. Um, Get out there, and my dad said, oh, i got to get tickets for something. I'm like, wait, what? Like, we're already out here. Don't have tickets. So we got to watch Uruguay versus Paraguay (laughs) in some soccer match. And I'm like, yeah, this wasn't what we were thinking. I think it was at the Rose Bowl, I think, Rose Coliseum. Is Rose Bowl? Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl. And and so that was cool, right? But it was a soccer match that we had no skin in either, and I can't even remember. It wasn't Paraguay versus Uruguay, but it was something, something like that. Something like that, And yeah. I was like, okay, well, this is fun. This is really a lot of fun. Because it's Dad. coming back to L.A. in 23rd? I can't remember. Hopefully but they have L.A. cleaned up by then. Well, it's going to be a disaster yeah. regardless. Yeah. You know, because yeah. well, we'll find out with images from Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, I wonder what that's going to be like. I, they'd, they'd be a fool if they don't do some deep cleaning in that town. Because I have some friends that live out there now, and they're like, it is getting a tad uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Normally, you could kind of get out of town, you know, get out of the central area and, and find some respite. Not anymore. I'm like, ooh. We know a guy uh, that was just out in that area okay. just this last weekend, and he had some things to say really? about, about that that, okay. that part of the country. Did he say it was bad? If you go to certain areas, yeah, yeah. It, it can be. Yeah, and that's just... it's and, and keep in mind, you know, again, not to go down this road, but these are places... That are not cheap to live. No. So someone is spending a fortune to live at that residence, mm-hmm. and they're dealing with this crap. Yeah. So, I mean, when you look at San Francisco and you think that's one of the most expensive areas to live in the United States, mm-hmm. arguably one of the most beautiful, mm-hmm. right? It can be one of the most beautiful. And you have to, like, be careful backing out of your garage because you don't want to roll over someone sleeping on your sidewalk. It's just, it's, it's just it's embarrassing. sad. It's embarrassing. Well, it's just sad that we would allow <laughs> allow people to live like that and we want to have more care for them somehow right. you know i don't know what that answer is i'm not proclaiming to know the answer right. None of us it's do. just it's just sad that that would be the choice someone makes oh. or not that it's even their choice it's i don't know how to say it you mentioned the rose bowl did you watch any of the nascar race inside the la coliseum what was that how did they i didn't watch a, is I, that a, a sprint track or i'm what was it? so mad at myself because i saw the promo for it and i forgot to record it because i'm a dvr mm. guy mm-hmm. And Kenny watched almost every second of it and said, basically, they never went faster than 60 miles an hour because you were constantly turning. Just in a circle. Were they not getting dizzy? 
I that's it's a great not question. That big of oval? How big could it be? I, I hundred yards by, you know. But Ricey had kind of a tirade about it yesterday, and basically said they drove thirty six and a half miles or something okay, in a ridiculous circle. in a circle at sixty miles per hour. Which yeah. I thought, wow, that's that's a lot of work. Well, I was watching some NASCAR race or or some mm-hmm. you know indie race. I can't remember, yeah. and they were kept talking about it, and I was like, well, they can't be in there. I, I mean. That's just not, that's they like were. running around a track. Uh, I, I just don't know how they did well, that. Well, I was picturing, you know, picture yourself at a, a neighborhood park with one of the spinning. Yeah, just them flying the kids out into are, the... Yeah, kids are hanging on for dear life. And that's all I kept imagining was that must have been what what it felt like is just continually spinning. I don't know why I thought they were going to leave the stadium and then like come back into the stadium. Like, right? Where it yeah. just where it just didn't have to be an oval, like because sometimes NASCAR both turns left and right. You That's know, sometimes true. they they can make a different turn. But I, I just couldn't imagine it was in a circle. I'm very excited this year. You're going to get into F1, and the F1 season is just a handful of days away. Well, not a handful of days away. Because you're uh, a big F1 guy. Yeah, 40 days away. We're 40 days off from the F1 season. If you don't, if you honest to God, if you don't get F1, I'd be shocked because. It's so awesome. Okay. It's what you have to do is start watching the Netflix series called F One. Oh yeah, you told me about right? that a few weeks and just, ago. And just and just start from seri- season one. All right. You won't know any of the outcomes because you haven't been following, and it is. It's compelling, captivating. Okay. You just it, it's night and it, seconds matter, fractions of a second matter, and the the stakes are just huge. Huge. I could see myself getting into it because I did love uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, I absolutely love that. So movie. if you love that concept of racing, you get to know there's only 20 stars in this game, right? There's right. only 20 drivers. That's it. You don't have to know the third string quarterback on the Jacksonville Jaguars to to figure it out, right? right. So you can you get to know everybody pretty quickly. And I, honest to God, you'd love it. It would become one of your favorite. I. I've often said on this show that F1 is my favorite sport, and people have to start giving it a try. Outside it's not of golf. NASCAR, outside, well, golf is what I like playing the most. I like watching F1 more than golf. Really? Oh, it, I, I can't even watch golf because all I want to do is play. <laughs> it just drives me nuts. <laughs> right on. It's not even fun. Uh, Michael, thank you, sir. Reverse, you are the best. Please do us a favor, rate and review the show on any of the uh, possible podcast platforms that you are listening to this fine award-winning, oh, uh, award-nominated, no, <laughs> maybe, uh, th- this fine show for Mike Fredoloni. My name is Chris Reavers. That'll do it for this week's edition of the Weekly Scramble. Until next week, cheers.